Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, July 11th. U.S. equity futures are not doing a whole lot this morning. So you have S&P futures down about two points. That's about five basis points. NASDAQ futures are up 10 points, about five basis points. And then you have Dow futures lagging a bit off 60 points or about 18 basis points. In Europe, you have the major indices rallying about 15 basis points overall. Solid outperformance in the major luxury stocks, so LVMH, Hermes, Kermi, uh, Caring, rather, uh, along with basic resources and real estate. All those groups are outperforming, reaching underperformance in autos, tech, banks, healthcare, and telecom. And then Asia generally rallied across the board, with the exception of Japan. You had the Nikkei finished flat, but the Hang Seng rallied about 1%. The Shanghai Comp rallied about 55 basis points. So, Really not much to talk about at all this morning. Very quiet evening, very quiet morning of major news. Um, you know, a lot of the headlines are citing, quote unquote, China stimulus for the strength in Asia. There is a tiny bit of truth to that. Um, you know, China did yesterday come out and announce some steps for its property markets. Very modest. Um, you know, I know it's an easy fallback explanation whenever Asia trades well to kind of just throw out China stimulus. But there really wasn't any shift in the kind of Chinese approach to its economy in the last 24 hours or so. Um, the government has been taking various different stimulus steps now for weeks. They've been very modest at the margin, targeted, not the type of overwhelming um, you know, shock and awe steps that investors have been hoping for. But nevertheless, they are, they are taking steps. Um, you had a UK jobs report out this morning that ran hot on the wage front. So that's inflationary. You're not seeing a, a huge reaction in bond markets or stock markets for that matter. The market had already been pricing in 50 basis points from the BOE uh, on, October, on August 3rd. So they're already assuming a pretty hawkish reaction on the policy front. Um, treasuries have had a bid now for the last couple of days. They are up again this morning. Yields are down about two to three basis points. So very, very modest steps. Um, but that BOE, the uh, the UK jobs report to me was kind of the real macro, incremental macro headline of the morning. Um, but even that really doesn't change much. So very, very quiet. Um, you know, just taking a step back, in my view, the Mannheim used car figures from yesterday morning at 9 a.m. That to me was the most important development so far this week on the macro front. If you see that type of uh, trend confirmed in all the other inflation data we get out this week, including U.S. CPI tomorrow, the PPI, import-export prices, Michigan expectations. Um, you know, it's going to turbocharge the recent move that we've seen in markets defined by outperformance in the equal weight S&P over the capitalization weight S&P, outperformance in cyclical groups, and then strength in treasuries, but more important, steepening in the treasury curve. Um, and that is my view now going forward in the market. Um, you know, I continue to think the S and P has a ceiling of about you know uh, forty five fifty or so, but I do think this recent trend of um, you know the pro cyclical, pro economic growth type of bias in the market has legs. Um, company specific news, like I said, really nothing to talk about. We're just days away from earnings, um, which kick off Thursday, but really it's the Friday morning reports that investors are eager to see um, with banks that kick off that morning. Uh, and now it's just kind of uh, you know a question of again waiting on on the week's events. Calendar today is sparse. You got no big economic numbers. No one is scheduled to report earnings. Um, you know, obviously we're in uh, pre-announcement season, so you could see some companies come out and update guidance. But it's really just waiting on Thursday and Friday. Um, you do have the NATO summit that kicks off today. 
you had yesterday, right before the U.S. close, um, Sweden finally gained entry. So, um, you know, Finland and Sweden now are formally members of NATO. That is the byproduct of Putin's disastrous war in Ukraine, disastrous for Russia. Um, Ukraine will not receive admittance at this summit, but there will be commitments made to Ukraine that there could be entry down the road once the war is is over. Um, so we'll have to see kind of the specific wording of that pledge. Um, that will probably come more tomorrow than today. But that's that's going to be the main takeaway from the NATO summit. And that is everything for today, Tuesday, July 11th. Thank you for listening.